0: Hello and welcome to the Thoughtful Language Learner podcast. My name is Makoto and I'm the author of the book, The Thoughtful Language Learner. Are you a struggling language learner? Do you feel like you lack the confidence and skills to learn a foreign language? I believe that cultivating self-awareness and understanding who you are as a learner is the key to success. And through this podcast, I'm bringing you the contents of my book. Each episode We'll cover a new chapter, sort of like an audiobook. And what's cool is I'm bringing you each chapter through some text-to-speech technology. I hope you like it. Chapter 11,
1: Attaining Effortless Concentration. Alex Honnold is considered a master by all accounts. As one of the best rock climbers in the world, he has scaled vertical cliffs such as El Capitan in Yosemite and El Potrero Chico in Mexico. What sets Old apart is that he does many of these climbs, thousands of feet up, without any rope, gear, or help from others. In all of these free solo ascents one false move, one mistake, is potentially fatal. One biographer describes how Old had made some remarkable climbs including the colossal walls of the 2,000-foot Half Dome and the 3,000-foot El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. The concentration required is extraordinary. Half Dome took nearly three hours to climb the first time he scaled it, and Honold was one slip away from death for every second. Without strong focus, such feats would be impossible. When Honold is climbing, he knows he needs to be totally focused on the task in front of him. He realizes that removing distractions is not only important for success but also a matter of life and death. In his own autobiography, Honold writes how he tries to avoid seeing other people. It's not much trouble to climb through a roped party when you're soloing, i have done it before, and i do it again. But encountering others on the wall, especially if they express their incredulity that you're climbing without a rope, can make you self-conscious. And that can interfere with the absolute concentration you need to pull off a big free solo. Before such a climb, I have to get really psyched up. And once I'm off the ground, I'm totally fixated. I'm going to do this. It's the most important thing in life right now. Understanding your assessment. The stakes of language learning are not life or death like rock climbing, but there is something to be said about the need for deep focus and concentration. When we look at expert performance in a variety of professions, we often hear phrases like being in the zone, lost in the moment, or in flow. Peak performers speak of coming out of an intense two-hour practice session feeling like only minutes had elapsed. When someone is experiencing flow they get completely absorbed in the project or task. They get so caught up in the work that it almost seems to suspend time. One author describes that most of us have at least passing familiarity with flow. If you've ever lost an afternoon to a great conversation or gotten so involved in a work project that all else is forgotten, then you've tasted the experience. In flow, we are so focused on the task at hand that everything else falls away. Action and awareness merge. Time flies. Self vanishes. Performance goes through the roof. This concept of flow was originally proposed by the psychologist Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. He found that across a wide range of disciplines, such as artists and surgeons, people entered into an optimal state in which they were completely lost in the work. One article describes the decades of research Csikszentmihalyi conducted. He started out with expert-level performers, surgeons, musicians, dancers, rock climbers, chess players, etc. Then moved into more regular folk, Italian farmers, Navajo herders, elderly Korean woman, Chicago assembly line workers, Japanese teenage motorcycle gang members, this list goes on and on. And no matter where in the world he went or what patient population he studied, when people felt their best and performed their best, Flow was the only constant commonality. The reason why we should care about flow is that it greatly increases our productivity. A study by McKinsey surveyed over 5,000 business executives. Most of these executives unfortunately reported that they and their employees are in the zone at work less than 10% of the time. At the same time, they recognized the importance of being in flow when it comes to focus and effectiveness. These executives estimated that when they were in flow, they were five times more productive. If getting into flow is the key to greater performance and productivity, we need to understand how to get into it. and Mihai gives a list of certain conditions that are often present when people enter a state of flow. 1. Goals are clear, one knows at every moment what one wants to do. 2. Feedback is immediate, one knows at every moment how well one is doing. 3. Skills match challenges, the opportunities for action in the environment are in balance with the person's ability to act. 4. Concentration is deep, attention is focused on the task at hand. 5. Problems are forgotten, irrelevant stimuli are excluded from consciousness. The idea of setting goals was already discussed in Chapter 9. Feedback is another important condition for entering flow. There are some activities, like rock climbing or cooking, that have a very clear and quick feedback loop. It is clear when you succeed versus when you fail. Some language learning activities, like an assessment or an exam, offer clear feedback. But other activities, especially when you are studying alone, may not give immediate, concrete feedback. Finding the right level of challenge is also crucial for entering flow. Your study sessions should have the right amount of difficulty. If it is too easy, you may quickly lose interest, or you may find yourself getting distracted. If it is too hard, you may get overwhelmed and discouraged. If the task is very difficult, it may even trigger a fight or flight response in your lizard brain. There is definitely a sweet spot between too easy and too hard. As you progress in your language learning, you need to be intentional in finding the right balance of challenge. Fighting off distractions may be the greatest challenge when it comes to language learning. Things like email and social media notifications might constantly be vying for your attention. Without removing these distractions, it is unlikely that you will ever enter flow and enjoy a deep level of focus and productivity. What the research shows Research in flow, as it relates to language learning, is still a new field. There aren't as many studies that have looked at this aspect. However, one study looked at ESL, English as a Second Language, students as it relates to vocabulary learning. The study found that there was a significant relationship between flow state of students and their vocabulary short and long term retention. It means the flow state, students' engagement and involvement with the task in hand, has affected students' short-term and long-term vocabulary retention. It was clear from the research that when the conditions to experience flow were met, focus and learning improved. The students felt they were able to focus longer on the task at hand. They also noticed an improvement in their ability to remember the vocabulary. The study concluded We observed the students as they attempted to learn the meanings of the new words in the classroom activity according to flow principles. When learners were deeply interested in the subject of vocabulary task, they were immersed in the activity, and the occurrence of flow state promoted successful language development. The participants also proved that their knowledge of English vocabulary increased as a result of flow state arousal, which was evident in their performance on vocabulary tests. Language learning often requires intense focus and concentration. New sounds, new words, new grammar structures all demand our brain to be fully present and fully engaged. Therefore, it is not surprising to find that language learners see a big improvement in their overall learning when they experience flow. Applying your learning rhythm As you reflect on your own learning situation, how would you rate your overall level of focus? Do you feel your study sessions are focused and productive? Or do you feel they are often unproductive, with many false starts and stops? If you haven't had the chance, try taking the flow state questionnaire. Consider the different factors that lead to flow and greater concentration. Have you set specific goals for yourself? Are you clear on why you are learning a language in the first place? As you have developed greater self-awareness, Maybe what you had originally hoped for is no longer what you want. You might benefit from sitting down and writing concrete short-term and long-term goals for your language learning. What sort of feedback loop do you have built into your language learning? If you have a language teacher or tutor, are you getting regular feedback and assessment? Sometimes you may need to take the initiative to ask your teacher for clear communication about your progress in the language. Feedback is not simply having your teacher point out mistakes, but it is also having conversations about what is working well for you. Formal assessments, like proficiency interviews or standardized exams, can also be helpful in providing very clear feedback about your language abilities. If you don't have a formal teacher, it may be helpful to make recordings of yourself or keep a language diary that tracks your progress. As you look back on your language learning, having records of your growth can help you plan better for the future. How is the level of difficulty of your study sessions? Take a moment to consider your teachers, your classes, your textbook, etc. Do you feel adequately challenged and stretched in your practice? Ideally, your language study should be challenging enough to keep you engaged and feeling stretched but not so difficult that it either triggers anxiety or complete mental overload. One of the biggest reasons learners might plateau in their language learning is because the language practice they have always done eventually becomes too easy and lacking in challenge. Finally, consider your learning environment. As best as you can, identify and remove anything that might be a distraction during your language study. You cannot constantly be checking your email or social media and expect to have quality study sessions at the same time. Set aside a clear time and place for your practice.
0: I hope you enjoyed this chapter of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message, let me know. Also, I have a free PDF that introduces some of the assessment tools mentioned in my book. If you're interested, just go to rebrand.ly forward slash free pdf. Thanks for listening.